0: Came completely prepared to, to teach on a specific topic. I even told Manny, I was like, "Send out a message, tell them that you know this is a church a word for our church body. Tell everyone if you can be there, don't miss today." And um, I thought you were coming here to hear a sermon from me. I really did. But God's like, no, they're coming here to have an encounter with me. Um, I know God gave me the word, and I will preach it at, uh, at some point. But I don't want to just do it because I feel like I i prepared it. I don't, I, don't, I don't have to preach to you guys. We don't come here to hear preaching. <laughs> I mean, it's part of what we do. But we come here to experience God and encounter God. And that's what I'm all about. That's what I want. Um, I do want to make sure first. Bless you. It's good to have you back, Audrey. Uh, that's the coolest person in the world right there. She's the most interesting woman in the world. You, you've seen commercials with the most interesting man in the world. Was she? Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm stalling, in case you want to know. You're like, dude, stop stalling. My stomach's growling. So, Yeah. I will in just one second. I, there's a, a, the very last thing on my notes um, is a quote from a guy named Jack Taylor. Anyone ever heard of Jack Taylor? Amazing man of God. Amazing man of God. He's been around for years. He has a great reputation. And um, his quote says, <clears throat> an idol is anything that we have to check with before we say yes to God. Yeah, all right. An idol is anything that we have to go and check with before we tell God yes. That, that's an idol. And, and so the Lord is wanting for us to deal with anything in our life that affects our decision making, that affects our passions, that affects our affections, whatever it is, other than God. He wants to be the one and the only. <clears throat> he doesn't want to even compete and doesn't even want a contender in second place. He wants to be first and there's no other people in the race. He wants to be the one and only. Um, we've taught this here a lot and you, you'll remember it as I say. Uh, growing up in church, we, we really re- learned how to compartmentalize our Christianity. Anyone here, I know that this is an issue. you compartmentalized life, like you have work person work Jared, fun Jared, uh, frustrated Jared, husband Jared, daddy Jared, you have all the different things, right? The Lord does not want us to have a compartmentalized life. And what fed that compartmentalization of the church was this simple thing that we used to teach. Put God first. Family second, church third, work fourth or fifth, fun fourth, actually fun second. <laughs> but we, we did this. And how many remember learning that or heard that? You've been in church for a while. Like, man, it's God first, family second. We made that. What that taught us was that we could separate the different places of our life into order of importance. And what we didn't realize is, no, it's God first. And if God is first in my life, then my family will be where it should be. Yeah. I will be the husband I need to be. I will be the father I need to be. I can't compartmentalize my life. God has to be the center of everything that's about, that I am. He has to be the focus of my dreams. Quoting an old song I wrote. I don't know how many years. <laughs> I was laughing at you. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> cheesy, cheesy, cheesy. It's a song that we wrote. It, it, I was like, Lord, you're the center of my attention. You're the focus of my dream. Like, I didn't even know what I was saying those years ago. I have no clue what I didn't know then, what I know now. And so, um, when I look back and I'm like, God, thank you for giving me that song that was prophesying who I'm supposed to be. Then I'm not supposed to have youth pastor Jared at the time. And I'm not supposed to have on a date Jared. And I'm not supposed to have competitive athletic Jared. And, right? Those are all different people. The Lord says, no, you are fragmented as a person right now. You are all over the place. You have multiple personality disorder. You are schizophrenic, Jared. Stop this. He's like, I don't even know what Jared I'm going to get when you talk to me. How many of us, even in our families sometimes, like, they don't know which daddy's going to come through the door when they come home? Daddy who's tired and mad and frustrated and exhausted or daddy who's like, yeah, let's wrestle on the floor. I missed you kids all day. I mean, really, for some reason, it's so easy for us to just shift and put on characters and, and, and depending on our mood, we, it affects our behavior. And Lord says, no, I want to be the center. I want to be the focus. I want to be the one thing that continually drives who you are at all times. He wants to take all of our multiple personalities and bring them into who we were created to be. Bring it all into specific focus and purpose. Um, Can everyone please just stay seated? I know you guys have a meeting and stuff going on, um, but this is more important. So Kyle, do you mind, will you do that please real quick? Sorry. good He wants us to be whole, healthy. <clears throat> so I want to ask this question, and we're going to wrap things up. Do you think there's anything that you have to check with before you can say yes to God? Some of us, it can even be our wives. Like what if my wife and I have a specific lifestyle that we live? And the Lord wants us to shift that lifestyle or make a couple of adjustments and changes here. And I have to say, um, well, God, let me, let me check with the wife first and see if we can do that. I'm all for communication and checking with the wife. Trust me, right? But it's, there's a difference when God's calling us into something and we have to say, well, let me go back and do this thing first. Remember there's a parable in the Bible where he's like, hey, come and follow me. And they're like, oh, wait, let me go back and take care of my business uh, let, me, let me wait till my parents pass away so I can get my inheritance. You know, I don't want to, I want some money for the road. Let me go back and bury my father and my mother and take care of some. And he's like, hey, let them take care of themselves. Let the dead bury the dead. <laughs> and he says, anyone who puts their hand to the plow of the kingdom and turns back, he says, you're not fit for the kingdom. He's like, so when you go, say yes, sell out to this thing, I want to be the, the thing you're focused on. And, and, um, God is a jealous God. Like, it's really hard for us to think about it. Like, we think of jealousy in in evil terms. Like, but the Bible clearly says that God is a jealous God. So I think there's a jealousy that's righteous. And what it is is God's jealous for us to have everything that He said we could have. He's jealous because he knows that in him is the fullness of life. In him is the everything that we could ever want. And he's like, I want you to know me the way that I want to know you. Because if you do, you will be the happiest you could ever be. It's not a selfish jealousy. The Lord wants us to know him and connect to him and be committed to him. Because he knows that when we commit to him, then he's committed to us. Think about that for one second. When you commit yourself to the Lord... The Lord is committed to you. Like, Lord, you can have everything I am. Then the Lord says, you have everything I am. Pretty, pretty cool trade-off, right? Are there any idols, are there any things that we say, you know what, God? I'm scared to say yes all in yet because of this thing's important to me. Today's the day they, they die. Today's the day they go away. Amen? It's, it's time for us to be set apart to the Lord. So, if you would, would you stand right where you're at? and <clears throat> It's been an awesome day, but I want to leave. We're going to leave on a great note because we're dealing with some stuff, right? Um, and then we're going to also pray over everyone at the end. But if there's anything you say, yeah, I, there's that one thing that I always like, well, I want to give everything to God except for that thing, it's kind of scary, it's compartmentalized, the Lord wants to take care of that, so if that's you, I want you just to pray where you're at, I'm going to say a prayer, and um, then we're going to have altar service and whatnot, pray for people that want to be prayed for, Um, but Lord, we just ask you to, to help us, I ask that everything that's an idol would be broken, that there will not be anything between you and us, that there will be no space between us. That we will not have multiple personalities, but that we'll be complete in you. Whole, healthy, the way that we're supposed to be, the way you dreamed that we would be. I pray that you would make us those people today. We ask that you would prophesy into us now, to the emerging person inside of us, who we're supposed to become. Send words into us now, to align us into a whole being. Forgive us for putting anything between you and us. Father, I ask that you would help us to respond when you initiate and not respond to other things. Yes, Lord. Amen. Great day, great day. Expect more of it. Expect more of God. Just, you're going to be driving in your car and you're going to want to just pull over to the side of the road. The Lord is going to overwhelm you in your car. Don't try to drive like that. <laughs> Don't drive drunk. <laughs> pull over. If you need a designated driver at church or when you call somebody, call a cab, whatever. I'm serious, I know we kind of joke about it, and, and it's like the world's stolen a cool thing that the church should have, like being drunk should be a really cool thing the church has instead of the world. Who is the, the Christian rapper who says, I get drunk in the spirit on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> T-Bone the Redeemed Hoodlum, right? I get drunk on the spirit on a day-to-day basis. That's that's what I want to do, so. Um, cheers, Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So just pursue the presence. How many will pursue the presence of God from, uh, in your own time away from here? I mean, just press into them. Just lean into them. Just listen for the little voice that says, hey, I want to be with you right now. I want to talk to you right now. I want to hear from you right now. And uh, that would we'll just be tuned in. And today is a new day for our church. It's a transformation day. It's like uh, it's a white banner day. It's like there's, there's flags being raised. It's like a grand opening of something new. Yeah, that song from Delirious came to mind. It's a white banner day. Ah, just, yes, Lord. Lord, we just thank you for what you've done today. Come on, pray with me. Lord, thank you for being here. Thank you for overwhelming us with your presence. Thank you for releasing us from from chains and shackles. Thank you for breaking down idols, Lord, that stood between what we could have and what what we have right now, Lord. I thank you for uh, releasing to us your inheritance. (laughs) I thank you for sending your word today and healing us and binding us up. I thank you for sending your word today and washing us and making us complete and pure. Yeah, just breathe them in. breath of fresh air, Lord. Uh Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want you to pray for your neighbor again and say, Lord, seal up what you're doing today. Seal it up. Seal us up, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I'm going to close with a really cool thought I learned from Mythbusters. Let me watch the show Mythbusters. It'll be really quick, so I want to read this. this uh, I, wrote, I was watching it. It was the Let There Be Light episode a couple weeks ago. Did anyone watch that? Other than me? I'm the only nerd. Me and my brother are only nerds in the room, right? They were trying to see. There's an old, uh, There's a movie where they would take the mirror's I don't remember what the movie was. And they would take the sun, and the, they would set mirrors up through this cave because they were trying to find this ancient artifact that was in the cave. So they set these mirrors in this pattern. It was Indiana Jones. That's right. Um, and so they were trying to see if we could really do that. And so they took the mirrors, and they found out some kind of cool stuff. That's not important. But what's important is they, f- they found out that the, they measure uh, light power in terms called lux. And um, it says that that when the sun reflected off the mirror, it reflected at 2.51 lux, which is bright. I mean, um, I think you need about half that to be able to see in a room. So pretty cool. Then at the very end, um, Jamie with his mustache, right? I love that guy. Anyway, he's like, I have an idea where we can make more light in this room. He waits at the very end of the show. And he's just a genius, you know, he's just how he is. So they had the light bouncing off the mirrors, and he's wearing a white shirt just like Mark's. And he steps into the light. And when the light reflected off the mirror, it was at 2.1, 2.51 lux. And it hit his shirt, and it immediately lightened up the room to 8.62 lux. Because he stepped into the light. So step into the light that's pretty cool man like that's a ridiculous jump in light so how many this week you want to put on your white shirt and step into the light amen lord we just say yes to that i pray that everywhere we go that we increase the light oh yeah hmm. you know the <laughs> you are actually we are actually the light of the world we are the light of the world We say, I am the light of the world. That's kind of like, what? That's what the Bible says. I didn't say it. The Bible says, you are the light of the world. Jesus even said it. You're the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. So step into the light this week and just soak him in. And don't wear a black shirt. (laughs) We love everybody. We bless you. Uh, I know it's been a different day and the kids probably didn't even get into their whole stuff, but you know what? Oh, I forgot. You had something to say? No? Remind me. I I forget. Okay, when I get up here, I I forget everything. Um, So we love you. If you want prayer, um, Matilda will be up here at the front. And uh, a couple other people will be, be here. We'll meet you here. So come up to the front you want specific prayer.